0: Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoshe and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network 105.3 FM in New Orleans.
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 105.3 actually 107.7 fm from the city of new orleans gotta get used to saying that again anyway we're fully sponsored by the amazing people over at folgers coffee who have been instrumental in keeping us here and have been a part of our journey since the very beginning so thank you folgers we just couldn't do it without you and we appreciate you so very much also very grateful uh, for Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, aka Justin Snicker, who is the voice and the music uh, behind our intro and our outro. We're so appreciative of your time uh, and sponsorship. You can find Justin's stuff anywhere that good music can be found. Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, Amazon, you name it. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music. And hey, never ever ever goes out of fashion just check him out also big thank you to the artist behind our artwork here at the outer realm mr steve mcginnis check him out on instagram and facebook Just in time for Christmas. He does beautiful commission pieces and he's got loads of stuff just ready to go in a pinch. So check him out as well. Tonight, we welcome the return of our dear friend, Dave Benison of Historical Niagara. And the topic of discussion is going to be weird, Niagara. I know it's kind of weird because it's like December and we're supposed to be (laughs) all. But definitely, it's us. So (laughs) this is definitely a thing. Now, to be able to participate in the show this evening... Head on over to one of the eight chat rooms. And I have to say, before I name them off, remember people, there are eight chat rooms. It's like a super highway coming in one small lane. We will do our best to get to everyone. Um, But for starters head on over let's start with youtube ufo paranormal radio ufo gods and extraterrestrials and of course the outer realm uh head on over to facebook again united public radio ufo paranormal radio news on the flip side joe montel the ufo undercover Canada's the most haunted and of course the outer realm there we go i think we are pretty much set as far as i know we're all there everybody's going so bubbles how's it going hi <laughs> Good. You just got off doing another interview. So <laughs> I, yes, tired. I
0: did just an hour ago, his, his premiere show on our network, Paul Francis. That's right. Yes, that's
1: right. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah, it's been friend. a great show.
0: It it yeah. was really, it was a lot of fun. I used to do a show with him back in the day, back in the day. <laughs>
1: back in the day. <laughs> we used all to right, do readings right. for
0: people on air and it used to be afternoon for me because right. he's in Cornwall, mm-hmm. the UK. So and um, Paul Francis was born and raised in Ireland. So it's it's nice to have that accent on our network. It's really nice. I know. And I he's, love it. He's incredibly charming, and he's he's well versed, and he's got a great energy so i hope you tune in he he comes
1: up right you guys every first night from six until eight p.m eastern five to seven p.m central check him out there's a lot of great things coming with this show um otherwise he wouldn't be on this network so um you know he's special (laughs) anyway speaking of special we have our dear friend uh dave Benison joining us from historical niagara it's gonna be like really phenomenal so why don't you segue everything in
0: Sure. Thank you, Michelle. Dave is a 28-year veteran truck driver who just a few years ago started a side project as a radio host interviewing celebrities, artists, musicians, historians, and paranormal experts. His love of history sparked the creation of an online web series called Historical Niagara that has become very popular each week exploring the history of Southern Ontario and Western New York. Dave lives in Welland, Ontario, and also carves amazing staffs, canes, and pendants made from historic wood. His wife, Victoria, even wrote a book about it called Stick to the Story. Please welcome our dear friend and our special guest tonight, Dave Benison, to the channel.
1: Hello.
2: Hi there. Hey, just, <laughs> here's how we're going to start the show off. <laughs> <laughs> it's my party, and you can die if you want to. Now, that's a Dr. Snick song, right? That yes. is a
1: Dr. Snick yes, song, right. and we, we played he's... it when you were on with Mitch Markowitz. Yeah, yeah, you
2: did, and 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 it's pretty cool that I know Dr. Snick, too. Great that you guys have him uh, on board with you guys. Oh, we're so, really oh, we grateful for him. Yeah, 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 we
1: really love him. He did a really great job with the intro and outro. We don't that's always cool. have time to play the outro, and it, it kind of gets like, oh, gosh. But, but the intro is just like everybody knows it. and uh, yeah yeah it's really awesome we really get a lot of compliments on it so
2: excellent so uh, hey um you know it's great to be here uh with you guys tonight and uh bring a little bit of uh niagara around the world so yes <laughs> and, uh, and of yes. course you know uh i do the the history show and uh yes and it's yes. uh it's been uh pretty busy for the last little while and uh Mm-hmm. It's sort of with Halloween, when Halloween came around, I started doing a, a little bit more of a weird Niagara. So. And, and <laughs> uh, you came yeah. up with some
1: really interesting stuff that we hadn't heard before, but yeah, what, I'd yeah. like to back up just a minute. Sure. And what made you decide to just say, you know what, I am going to start this historical Niagara. I'm going to start delving in to the region, both sides of, of the border. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed. And what made you decide to just go for it? Cause I mean, you were really detailed, like you find some amazing stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've always had a love of history. Like, um, what, you know, when I was in school and stuff, history was sort of my, my strong point. Yeah, and, that. Uh, and, uh, I always loved like geography and geology and stuff. And, uh, when I got into driving truck and, and of course, uh, like I've driven, I've been to every state, every province wow. uh, over the wow. last almost 30 years. And, uh, just that love of going all around, you know, the U S and Canada, I started, you know, seeing a lot of these historical places and, uh, and, you know, when I, uh, kind of came off the highway, so I was doing long haul stuff, but now I'm just local. And, uh, right. when I came off the highway, this was sort of a, a, a way to, um, uh, uh, keep my interest in it, but I wanted to do something local w- with local information, Uh, in niagara and and outside of niagara too but include like you said western new york um, some of Mm. southern ontario and find those things that like little history bits that a lot of people don't know about and and it's interesting when i'm reading like the comments in some of the posts that i make yeah um, you have a lot of interaction and, and, and you you'll you'll get people that you know have lived here all their lives and don't know some of these things and and, um, and 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 I love that. I love the interaction when I get people mm-hmm. like you know that that'll do that. And that was the whole idea with the the site is I'll, I'll put out like a general information. I don't like mm-hmm. to put every single detail because that's part of what I wanted to have is that people can add to the details. And right. it makes it more interactive, and and you get like different points of view from uh, different people, or they'll bring a little bit of the history in, and it builds this story of the history. And I think that's one of the reasons why the the, the pages become so popular. Like we went from you know to, to well, basically two years ago, where I didn't do much in the last year, where mm-hmm. we had you know a thousand people, we're almost at ten thousand followers within the last. You know, six months now, and, uh, wow, and you amazing. know, we're getting, we're getting like e- each post is getting five, six thousand. Like i have getting some of the the things are getting thousands of likes and comments that's on it. It's it's it it's yeah uh, it's 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 been in pretty pretty. Because frosty. you just
1: reached a milestone for that recently, yeah. So it was yeah. like two million.
2: Yeah, two million views on the on the wow. page within the wow. last like. You deserve that. You work years, really which,
0: hard. Which
3: is, yeah.
2: you know, it, it it it's work. It's work to to do it and and the the research and stuff. And hey, I I'm not like you know I, I always tell people on there I'm not PBS and I'm not uh, right. you know I, I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a truck driver <laughs> that puts this yeah. together. Hey, I spell stuff wrong sometimes. I make <laughs> mistakes on there, but that's part of the the thing is if people come on and they have like facts and information that'll yeah. build to the story. That's oh, nice. what I want. If you're going to come out and give opinions that don't have anything to back up, then it's probably not going to stay on there. But I love this. It became like this sort of like a network of people right. bringing history. I'll I'll sort of put it out there, get the interest going, and mm-hmm. then it starts to snowball. So, right. so And, of course, you know, for, for people like, you know, around the world, in Niagara, Ni- so if we get into the weird part of Niagara, Niagara's always had this fascination of like it was built the tourism and everything in the Niagara Mm -hmm. area was basically built on the weird and macabre and strange things you know going back to the the, museum uh, of
1: oddities yeah
2: the museum like and and, you know and that's where I think a a good place to start like whenever you want to start we can we can get into
1: it. is yours
2: and and, you know with Niagara like like if we want to start um like yeah. you said, museums. So one of the first museums actually in Ontario and Canada was at Niagara Falls. So where Niagara Falls is situated right now, there's a place called Table Rock. Yes. So you guys, so know, that's yeah. where the, in, in 19, 1824, the original museum was set up right at the falls. And there was a guy, his name was a Barnett and he, uh, he, he was the one that started this, and at the time it was just all these oddities and stuff. So, I own like,
1: pieces from that museum, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The Barnett I do. Museum, yeah, yeah, I
1: do. I know who bought it out,
2: <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, so that, yeah. Was, that was the original one, and it was there for you know into the 18 or 1880s, 1890s, and then he had fallen into some uh, uh, I guess, um, competition with another group. That bought that museum, and it actually moved to Niagara Falls, New York, for a short period of time. Wow! And then it was bought and moved back to Canada, where it was situated, basically where it was for the longest time. Up and this goes back
1: the, to the 1800s, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: 1824 was the original wow. one. Yeah. Wow!
1: Yeah. I and, never had any idea it was that old.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and of course, the one now. It's not there anymore. the uh, I think it was yeah. nineteen in the nineteen uh, not mid nineteen nineties, that museum closed down. And yeah. that museum, as you guys know, you guys knew one of the guys that bought all the relics.
1: I, I, yeah, yeah, I filmed with them. Yeah. That it yeah.
2: came out of there. Yeah, a really interesting sort of weird thing is that happened when and and you you know Michelle knows about this, and I'm sure mm-hmm. Amelia yeah. knows is. There was a secret hiding in that museum <laughs> for 140 years, mm-hmm. and when <laughs> this transaction took place, they found out that there was a pharaoh that was actually housed in the Niagara Falls Museum, and nobody knew where this pharaoh was. It was Ramses the First, and yeah, well, yeah, and and so. For 140 years it sat in niagara falls yeah and nobody really knew what this was until it was uh discovered and yep. then that the person that bought the uh,
1: it the, was I, a museum I, in atlanta who bought exactly, uh, i think yeah. six of them and they yeah. knew right away they were looking at a royal pharaoh because the royals pharaohs have their hands up yeah. they're the only ones so when they contacted Zahi Hawass out of egypt he could tell just by looking at the face who it was because the Ramses family all looks the same, apparently. And um, yeah. And because they, they sent him back, like, do you know that part of the story? Yeah. He went back, they wound up sending
2: it back to Egypt. And he got a passport. Oh, right. right.
1: (laughs) They they gave him a passport and a, and a King's welcome. And, um, and at the museum in Atlanta sort of got carte blanche on any of the exhibits out of Egypt yeah, to come, they yeah, had first yeah. bids on everything, because nobody. You know, how many people, as you know, take they have Egyptian pharaoh, not just pharaohs, but mummies, mummies and artifacts, yeah, yeah. and and they don't return them. They were all illegally no, taken, no. and this these were taken like they weren't legal. Oh yeah, well, that's what you did in eighteen hundreds,
2: right? Well, that in, in well, me of course that at that time in the early eighteen hundreds to mid eighteen hundreds, that's when like the British were, you know, they were going after all these tombs and stuff and taking all these mummies and stuff. It it, yeah. it, it was second nature. We never, they never thought about it. Yeah. I
3: yeah.
2: just always thought like, you know, what a place to start off that, uh, that, uh, you know, Niagara Falls is like the hot. And of course, Niagara Falls, the the, the town of Niagara Falls and the, the main part of Niagara Falls grew up around this, you know, yeah. weird and stuff. You know, you had, uh, you've had like um uh Tesla there you've had uh, um the uh the different other museums so uh um
1: mm-hmm. we, uh, come on people throwing themselves over the falls that's not normal oh, no, 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 was there
2: well you know Ripley's too. believe it or not had it yeah. s- set up there and of course it, it built this whole industry built on this uh this weird and and stuff and it, it, it's sort of like a um, you know, the, I, I always found it fascinating. That's a, a good place to start off. But one of the great, like you say, great story, 140 years. Oh, it's amazing. And, <laughs> there and it uh, is. And, well, and, and it was his
1: surprise, too, uh, you know, Billy Jameson. Billy, Jameson. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> That's it, and and of course, you know the the collection. It was you know a lot of it wound up yeah, going. I've his seen it. Personal collection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've I've
1: seen the, the, yeah. a good chunk of his collection yeah. at his home. It was just. Fabulous. And it was
2: unfortunate too. Billy passed in, uh, I think it was 2011. So uh, I but think, so, yeah, it
1: was. Yeah. It was a long time ago yeah, now. And yeah, just yeah. when I was invited to the party, he goes, "You're awesome. My my Halloween party is a talk of the town. You have to come." I said, "It's the <laughs> busiest <laughs> night of my entire year.
2: That's right. It doesn't
1: That's matter. Right. Nothing's so. more important than this." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and he did pass that summer. I was kind of like, oh, yeah. it was just really yeah. sad. He was really nice. He and Jessica were were awesome. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't know about Billy, as we're on the topic of weird, that he actually spent five years in the Amazon with a tribe and exactly. learned all about cannibalism. And he ended up with authentic shrunken heads.
2: Shrunken heads, yeah. And he
1: had yeah. me hold one one That's time. Crazy. And he and and it was a little <sighs> no, you want to hear crazy? This is crazy. Shrunken heads are supposed to look like a shrunken head with long dark hair. And he says, here, look at this one. And I'm just like it was a little Caucasian red-haired man with a little oh, red wow. mustache. I'm like, Ew. I cannot even touch this. And he goes, No, really, no, 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 really. really. Because
3: the- <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Wait, do, we, do we know what happened with this? Is like is the collection yeah. still in Toronto? Do we know? Um, about- no,
1: uh, there were two auctions through Sotheby's, I believe it right. was. And everything was sold. And, and th- I mean, the shrunk heads are authentic. And was some of them were right, going right. for like 60, that is 70 grand. Crazy that or- they
0: can do that.
1: We yeah. have. How do they shrink a head? I have instructions. He yeah, 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 Honestly, I'm not kidding. Okay, they,
0: then when, if I pass away before you, you shrink my head <laughs> put you me on you? your Christmas tree. <laughs> this little bobble, baby. And I'm Bob will always be with you.
1: No, seriously, he gives me this T-shirt, <laughs> and at the back it says "How to shrink a head." I'm like, for real? Oh, I still have hot it. Sand. I yeah. know, I still have it.
2: But all I know is Wayne better be scared to that <laughs> <because laughs> you know how to
1: shrink
0: a head. That's true. I know. I know afraid have. Right now. Oh, very so, afraid. Not you're so, not you're not far off either. So no, no. <laughs> but, you
2: but you know, I have two pieces.
1: Say. We we've got a taxidermy peacock here. It's yeah. huge that comes from the museum and I've got a huge whale vertebrae that comes. Yeah. From
2: yeah. Yeah. See, see, Michelle's got the museum, actually. It's in it's Niagara in Falls home, still. Right yeah. You. It's yeah. in your home. Yeah. 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 But you it's know, th- 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 with, with Niagara, like there again, yeah. it's, you know, co- tying it back into Niagara and of course with weird and, and, and yeah. things like Niagara's had such a, term turmoil history mm-hmm. for the last two three four five hundred years yeah. in the area and you know we, we we bring it back to like you know Everybody knows, like especially in our area, Niagara is right. one of the most haunted areas around. There's it a reason for that, is because so much turmoil and you know, with the the War of 1812 and mm-hmm. the battles with the uh, indigenous people before that, the 1700s, and,
1: and, Butler yeah, Rangers,
2: yeah, and and then uh, and one of the big things, Rest. of course, is the building of the Welland Canal. And, and when the mm-hmm. Welland Canal was built in the early 1800s, um, you know, uh, which was an, an engineering feat at the time, but it also cost a lot of lives. A lot of people lost their lives building this, this canal. And yeah. uh, for people that don't know that are outside of Niagara, the, there's four Welland canals that were built. The original one opened in 1829 and then the last one was built in 19 like just before world war uh one somewhere around there it started construction and was built but there's Mm -hmm. four different ones but like literally thousands of people have died over those 200 years so of course there's going to be all these haunted places like there's so much you know happening here and you get a lot of weird uh weird things that kind of kind of happen we can get into a couple of uh Totally oh yeah, we absolutely
1: theme. will. Yeah, yeah, Tamara's yeah. got a quick question for you, Amelia. Yeah, can you yeah. get this?
0: Yeah, Tamara's asking. Hi. Tamera. Oh yes,
2: Tamara, yes. Was yes. Niagara <laughs> Falls
0: not sacred ground to begin with for
1: the natives?
2: It was, yeah, yeah, and um, for, if we want, I can I can give a little bit of history. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. well
1: you're yeah. welcome to I mean, you have to understand the history yeah. to understand everything else. So, at least.
2: so the Niagara area is um, basically, we have Niagara Falls and that, Niagara Falls wasn't where it is now, so we're dealing with Ice Age stuff, and Niagara Falls was actually closer to a place called Queenston, that's where it started, where the escarpment is mm-hmm. and, um, and that goes back, you know, 12, 14,000 years, but the indigenous people in the area, uh, it, it, I mean, they've dated stuff back eight, 9,000 years yes, in, in yes. different areas. Yeah. Um, and for a long time, like that, the, that group of natives that lived in or indigenous people that lived in the Niagara area, um, they were called the new, neut- the, the French called them the neutrals right. and they lived here in, in and around the Niagara area uh they, they had um, a lot of uh, villages and stuff up until 15 or sorry 1680 wow and 1680 was when the wars began and basically the Seneca moved in and um there there was there was a lot of turmoil happening at the time and they basically were wiped out by the Seneca and oh, so
1: yeah, um, indigenous fighting then. Yes, as well. yes. Okay, and This wow. was
2: this, yeah. This was uh, di- you know the French had just started to, you know the uh, the Jesuits and stuff had just yes. started um, mm. coming in, but it wasn't really. There was a little bit of European contact, but this was all prior to that,
3: right? With right.
2: The, and that, this happened. So they moved out, and basically, what happened within the Niagara area is. After that happened, the 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 the, the Shani, which they're the, the group of Six Nations now, mm-hmm. they they kind of didn't occupy the Niagara area. They mm-hmm. moved, some of them moved over towards Brantford. That's where you have the Mohawk groups and there were some mm-hmm. Senecas there. But they pretty much Niagara stayed. It was sort of like a, a an open like there were, they they came and hunted and they they gathered and stuff like that. But they didn't actually really settle mm-hmm. and. There was a group out of the Toronto area called the Mississauga, and they actually moved in along the Niagara River. And a lot of people get it a little mixed up because the Mississauga actually were the ones that did the deals and the treaties or whatever with Mm -hmm. the British to get the land on the Canadian side just prior to the War of eighteen. So for the empire or the United Empire Loyalists, so right, right so it's it it was there was a lot of turmoil and stuff in the area uh, up until then and of course when the war of 1812 broke out um uh, the, the hundi and the six nations a lot of them they sided with the british side because the americans were at the time sort of clearing out a lot of the natives and so there was a lot of resentment so they, that's why they joined the british to fight the Americans at the time of the war of 1812. And of course there was all kinds of stuff that happened with that. And, and yeah, yeah. you know, the Mohawks and the, uh, the, uh, and the, 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 the Seneca and the other groups, they were a big part of, you know, the British keeping the Canadian side. They, they actually, uh, they won a lot of the battles and stuff for, for the, the thing. They didn't really get recognition until, recently and uh which was kind of sad but uh, it's nice mm-hmm. to see there, there was recognitionally you know coming back to them so so that's sort of like a brief history of the area but um it shows the kind of turmoil that was happening here all up and down you know the the niagara the niagara area with with the with the indigenous groups too and, so. and with
1: them came a lot of folklore as well right exactly like, like you've yeah, got yeah. like was it like a like a sea monster? I suppose. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, we can we can get into that. So you yeah. know everybody's heard of Nessie, yes. And, uh, and uh, well, Lake Erie has one called Bessie, <laughs> and <laughs> Bessie's been sighted. So there again, when we come back to um, you know the Welland Canal and stuff, but that when the Welland Canal was built in the the early eighteen hundreds, of course it opened up shipping to go all over the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. And, um, as that happened, of course we went from where there was just hundreds of ships going through and the folklore began. Right. And, and, yeah. uh, that became part of the part of sort of the the story about Bessie is being sighted in Lake Erie. And, um, there, there were sightings, especially a lot from the, from the different sailors and stuff. And, uh, And basically Bessie is, you know, they describe it as, you know, like a a plesiosaur possibly, Um, which is, you know, the sort of the Loch Ness monster side of of thing. And an interesting sort of tie in with that is, um, is, of course, Crystal Beach. You you guys have heard of Crystal Beach, but the the people that don't know, Crystal Beach was a park uh, in the early or late 1800s that was down on Lake Erie uh, in the town of Ridgeway and uh, Crystal Beach, Um, it was the, in Canada, here we have Canada's Wonderland, or Six Flags, it was the Six Flags of the early 1800s, well, or or mid-1800s, and what's interesting with Crystal Beach is Bessie was actually sighted at the beach when like beachgoers were there and people would see this swimming around out in the in the water. Like, does someone and, get a, oh, I was gonna say a, a rendition yeah, it like, would have ter- terrified them. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. And um and um so there was a lot of sightings back back in those days. Um but uh, you
1: don't uh, see that now like this wasn't a consistent yeah, yeah. sighting it seemed to be more prominent back then probably maybe because it was less people around possibly or yeah yeah it, like what it, was the last sighting do you know
2: i i honestly i don't know when the last yeah. sighting of bessie was i think they're still you know they're still there now there's explanations like i've heard different explanations of course right, yeah. um uh, lake Erie is known for so there's a fish called a sturgeon no, I've had, I know
1: them. They're huge.
2: That's where the you know,
0: caviar comes from.
2: Yeah, and we know <laughs> sturgeons can grow to be big
1: yes big they, they're big,
2: and they also look like something from the dinosaur age yeah so.
1: they're, mm-hmm. they're really yeah they're big fish so
2: it, it, it's possible that's maybe what it was you they're, would have to but, be a like,
1: really big sturgeon you would but yeah, you
2: could exactly. see
0: like the hump of it maybe it came up to the surface right
2: yeah yeah so that's been some of the explanations that it was a was a sturgeon but uh but bessie's been uh been one yeah there's um there's lots of there's been books written about it and uh i think there's photographs out there that's uh that's crazy uh, yeah yeah. but but a lot of it there again is comes you know we talk about folklore and uh yeah and um especially in shipping right so and back in the 1800s like shipping and folklore went hand in hand and Mm -hmm. and a lot of uh you know a lot of superstition of course with 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 boats and and Mm -hmm. stuff that was happening on these ships right and and uh you know that that just didn't happen in lake erie like it it sort of permeated all throughout the great lakes Mm -hmm. over time and and of course around the world like this uh this um the folklore and the uh and the the um superstitions and uh one, you know, we a little kind of cool tie in, and I did a little post about this is uh, one of the superstitions that um, that they did um, follow, and you might have seen it where they they collect so fit the fish when they die, they get these bones in their ears, yes, and, yes,
3: yes, yes. And
2: when the bones, um, like when the fish dies on the beach or whatever, the bones kind of wash up and they'll have like a, um, different little markings on them. Now the indigenous people for thousands of years would actually use these as good luck charms and they were traded and they were traded all throughout the great lakes. Well, wow. when, in the 1800s, the sailors would, you know, they, they found out about these and stuff and they would actually take these and put them in their pockets and stuff. And they would be like a good luck charm. And, uh, a lot of sailors would would carry these to protect them on the waters that's crazy. I thought that's kind of, yeah, yeah 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 and um and um i always thought that was kind of a neat little tie-in with the uh the folklore and you can go out and actually find these um these uh along the uh, you know along the beach especially in the springtime that's a mm. good time to go. Is check the beaches in the spring because that's of course when you know the fish and everything wash up and uh you can find these things so that's crazy. i always thought it was, it was kind of a fascinating sort of tie-in with these uh with these little they look like little white um yeah uh, they're just stones.
3: Little
1: yeah
2: yeah but they're yeah. not they're they're actually the inner part of the bone that's of the ear crazy. yeah yeah it's pretty neat
1: crazy yeah. i never put a cast yeah so they why have do ears <laughs> yeah like What's why why does that wash up and, and nothing else?
2: Well, it's just the the, the, the bone. So it's a uh, one of the certain types of fish. It's okay. just the bone is really, really dense and hard. Okay. So That
1: would make sense. Now, yeah. it,
2: now it, it's kind of like beach glass too, right? Like the longer it would stay in the water, of course, eventually it would just turn mm. to sand and you would never notice. But for some reason, this bone is extremely dense. Right. And it holds it, you know what I mean. They'll last a lot longer, so that's how you why you can find them. So right, so, right, that's but, crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Do you yeah.
0: do you know why they named it Bussy?
2: I, I, I think they just named it Bessie because it sounds like, Nessie. like it's just a
0: Well, we know Nessie is because of Loch Ness, and that's yeah, why I was yeah. wondering is there some kind of story to
2: that? Why Yeah, it was named I'm, I'm not sure why it, it was ever called Bessie. Because so. Lake Ontario
1: okay. is also said to have.
2: Well, yeah, Ogo. Yeah, exactly. No, Pogo no, yeah, yeah. Pogo is Simcoe.
1: No, uh, no, that's out. It was just no, BC?
2: Um, BC? yeah be, oh, okay see. what's the yeah.
0: one called in simcoe
2: i don't, I don't know simcoe, i know the one there's one in uh, lake champlain which is yes, unless Cham- my
0: brothers were lying champlain. and they just wanted to keep me out of the water because <laughs> I, I grew maybe. up on lake yeah. simcoe yeah. in the summer so <laughs>
2: maybe the, the, you yeah. know there's been stories where where the uh you know people have seen it in in the Welland canal too right so, it's um, deep
1: though i could yeah, see that yeah, i mean that's so, really that's really crazy yeah right. um
2: but um, but yeah, so, no, it's 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 pretty fascinating. Like you know this this whole area, and, and here's another like an interesting story that they're again born from the Welland Canal, and uh, we got to get into this because it it, it, please, it yeah. I felt is is of course, it, and there's stories of this all around the world, but I thought this one was neat because it started in the Welland Canal, and it's called. The black dog of Lake Erie.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go with that one. Then I'm going to ask you a question about something else related. Yeah, yeah. But you go ahead.
2: Okay. So the story with the black dog of Lake Erie. Um, there again, we're we're coming back to the shipping. It all begins. Uh, they it's kind of vague. They figure about 1840 or 1850 somewhere in that area. That's when the second Welland Canal was built, and um, so the story goes that there was a schooner remember all the ships back then were sailing ships right
1: yeah, schooner,
2: yeah a schooner was going through the Welland canal um i can't remember which lock it would have been probably near port colburn
1: yeah like time. this is just to clarify yeah. for people who don't know the area this is one of the largest locks there are so many different levels yeah what would you say in canada
2: yeah oh yeah yeah like like uh um the, the you know the the locks there's there's eight was eight or nine locks now yeah so
1: and i mean but four hundred feet you're yeah, going up aren't you but back in that
2: day there was 40 and, the, <laughs> and of course the original locks were all made out of wood
3: and <laughs> right. and then right.
2: they were converted to stone in the in the, in the 1840s so wow. this one um is the story the schooner was coming through and right. uh they come into one of the locks so course the lock the ship comes in the lock and then they fill it with water and it raises that's that's how they climb, you know up the mountains and stuff is it raises mm-hmm. the level of the water and then it releases and goes so the story is that the schooner had come in and there was um, a dog the bl- a black dog i think it was kind of like a big um, uh like an i don't know if it was an irish setter or something but it was a big black uh black uh dog mm-hmm. and apparently the ship had kind of hit the side of the 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 lock and it caused the boat to rock and the dog was thrown overboard into the lock and what it's kind of yeah it's a little tragic because what happened was the sail apparently the sailors on the ship started mocking the dog as it was Trying to catch back up, like it was paddling, oh, trying to catch back up to the boat. And of course, I
0: can't even hear it. Yeah, they were
2: all, you know, laughing and and uh, making fun of this poor dog. And of course, it just when it got up, they would, you know, they would start laughing at it and it would fall wet. Well, unfortunately, what wound up happening is the dog got crushed in the locked doors and was killed. Now, here's where it gets strange is that. When that ship had left Port Colburn um, and, and got out into Lake Erie, they said that that night a bad storm came up. And just before the ship sunk and took most of the crew, the black dog showed up on top what like was on the ship with glowing red eyes. Good. Uh-huh. and <laughs> angry Dave, Good. yeah and it was seeking its revenge on this ship yes and Damn. that was the first one and after that this story began to circulate and the black dog was an omen that would show up and on lake erie so this is this is something that is is pretty amazing there's over 2,000 shipwrecks on Lake Erie that haven't even really been discovered. They've only discovered about 400 of them. There's over 2,000 shipwrecks. And a lot of those shipwrecks, there's accounts of the black dog showing up before the ship sinks. And it, it, it it's an amazing sort of uh tale that actually went up into the, the, I think the last ones were in the, uh, Mid to uh, late uh, nineteen hundred, like nineteen forties and fifties, and uh,
1: so with that many and, shipwrecks, do we have ghost ships?
2: Oh yes, there's all kinds of ghost ships. <laughs> well, of <laughs> course we do. <laughs> they look at me like,
1: of course, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> you should know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: and, okay. Um, and, and and you know, we're just talking about Lake Erie, but there's yeah. you know, and of course, the Black Dog story didn't wasn't just contained to Lake Erie. It it grew throughout. All, all, you know, Lake Superior, Lake Ontario, the Great
1: Lakes, basically, and
2: across, all across the Great Lakes, yeah. Right. But um, I, I, I did a little article about it there, and um, it, it was it was pretty interesting. Uh, up until recently, I'd never heard of that that story, but apparently, like, there's been books written about it, and uh, and uh, and it comes back to that superstition again. With you know what I mean, and how it can really drive. Uh, you know, in mean? a like drive, um, um, drive you mad? Yeah, yeah. Well, and also drive um, like these stories, and and they they would grow, and I'm sure some of them are embellished, but who right. knows, right? So, right. right? so, all I know so, is if I saw a, a dog with red eyes and my ship sunk, um,
1: to get your life coat on. That's
2: going to uh, <laughs> there it goes. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and, and it's an, an unfortunate thing would happen with the dog, but it you know, is. A, but it there is. again, it's something that started in the Welland Canal and then and then grew throughout the Great Lakes region in right. the 1800s. Uh, so
1: so we have the the black dog do we yeah. do you know anything about the um Port Robinson beast or the beast of Port Robinson See, because that... and it also is related to the Welland Canal because when it went through it split the city in half. Right
2: right, right.
1: and there's a sighting if it's it's like a like I guess people will call them dogmen, but like a you know, like a wolf that stands up right. We here in Canada they're called like wolf people, but it would yeah, in the US yeah, it's dogman. Yeah. And there are a lot of sightings of it in the Port Robinson area because everything was split because of the canal. I just wonder right. if you heard anything about it. Well, that.
2: well, you know what what's interesting is you talk about that and about the split at Port Robinson and and uh here's here's a little interesting fact about Port Robinson is The Welland Canal, that's actually where they began digging it. So Allenburg to Port Robinson Mm -hmm. was the original spot where the first, I guess, shovels went into the ground. Right. And that area is known as the deep cut. And there's a reason for that. So a lot of people don't know this, but that area from Allenburg to Port Robinson was initially going to be a tunnel they were going to build a tunnel for ships to go through that'd be crazy now think about that with masted ships Look, going those big
1: ocean liner or exactly. those uh well some of them are ocean bearing vehicles like, yeah like yeah. Boat,
2: like... yeah and and um so you know mm-hmm. you, you think about the concept of this and, and they actually started building this but here's what wound up happening is that area where they found out that the rock was unstable and it had. It started collapsing it actually mm-hmm. killed a lot of people wow right in that area and then like we need 100 like hundreds of people were killed in these uh in these uh collapses and so mm-hmm. then they decided they scrapped the idea of doing the tunnel and right. just opened it up called the heat cut and it's in that area that you you, yeah. you speak of this and there could be ties you know with with this like you said. With There's these...
1: witnesses. I mean, right yeah, up yeah. into the last handful of years, it was one woman who told stories, story. She was chased by it. And her right, car, right. there was had huge claw marks down the car. They thought they ran it. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. woke up in the morning. It was kind of like, no, no, I, I know where you are. I'd be yeah, like, yeah. Freaking hell! I'm moving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if there's that's bits, it for me. <laughs> one of the interesting things in that that area is we don't have. So in the Niagara area, there is no uh, large like cats. So there's not. Um, uh, but there uh, are you know, sightings. We don't have like cougars and stuff like that. There there are uh, there are uh, zoos around and stuff, but. There's been sightings though of like a black a large black all over like the
1: a, world and yeah, i was yeah. shocked when we were here and go ahead tell your story yeah
2: about the you know yeah. what i mean about the the black cats and the, the large cats that have mm-hmm. been uh sighted in and around the niagara area and, and mm-hmm. you know they, they probably haven't been here for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years right so well, it, so it's interesting how well, we filmed at
1: a place um, that had right, right. a black cat attack and it was at a stables and the mayor, they had a mayor that died. Oh. Uh, She's pretty much sacrificed herself because one of these big black cats came and they were trying to kill a fool. And um, there were also, there was a stall, like it actually got into one of the stables and they, I got pictures of these big claw marks. marks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I so can sad. send you those. It was unbelievable. And um our, our Ministry of Natural Resources, which are I guess like park rangers in, in the states um, they they were actually interviewed and they said yes we have found bones we have found like traces yeah. of them we know they're here so it's just really wiggy when you think that that's something we can at least substantiate
2: yeah, if like there's
1: evidence yeah, exactly. of them
2: yeah you know? yeah exactly just they don't get seen seen so they're very no. elusive but there's a you know so, oh, yeah uh, for so, sure for sure. Yeah. But I, I thought it was interesting when you talked about Port Robinson, that could be a tie-in with, you know, this, whatever, mm-hmm. maybe this, this this creature is something that manifested from there, again, all the tragedy, the death, the, you know what I yeah. mean, that, that happened all. And this is like a, not a big spot. Like we're talking about, you know, a matter of a couple of miles, right? So it's
1: that, true. It's not a really big area. There's a lot that goes yeah. on from what you're saying it's just pretty like confined yeah, like, with, yeah with a good chunk of of the activity
2: exactly um, yeah,
1: yeah yeah so, so,
2: do you, so of do course you, No, no go ahead no go ahead.
1: go ahead go ahead continue
2: yeah i was gonna say you know so it, it, it that's an interesting tie and there again it comes back to with with you know the welland canal and and you know, mm-hmm. all the uh all the the stuff that's going on and and you know we, we we've got some other stories too though we can we yeah uh, uh,
1: sage is yours go crazy yeah I'm yeah yeah and,
2: and uh, you know um i was trying to figure uh, a couple other ones that uh was were interesting and and, and this interesting was what, when you yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, well well one i i posted the other day and i called it a weird wednesday post and for people that live in the niagara area um uh and there again it comes back it's a little bit of the canal stuff but so here in in welland there's three tunnels that go underneath the well and canal. And um it's, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. And uh what what's what's kind of interesting is um the the, the, the tunnels and, and it's a weird any like you know, Michelle and, and you guys have it's a weird feeling sometimes when you're driving underneath because you're going underneath ships So you see the ships going you over are. top. Yeah. But yeah. you got
1: that water energy too, and you just feel like it's and um you
2: know. uh, and one of the interesting things is, so there's a tunnel, um, it's, it's, uh, uh, South of Welland and it's called the town line tunnel, highway 58 a, and they call it the stinky tunnel.
0: Mm, and, I've never been there.
2: Yeah. But you, you might've heard of it, right? It's, it's pretty famous down here and, and anybody that lives here has drunk, gone through it and, you know, when you go through this tunnel it's got this really really bad smell of rotten eggs from one end to the other so it was built uh in the uh early 1970s when they 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 built an extension around it actually went around uh well it was a bypass so when they built this bypass for the the welland canal they built that this is when they built the tunnels underneath um it made easier access because remember i was saying there was uh get across before you had to cross lift bridges and of course it takes a lot of time now the tunnels it's nice and easy you don't have to wait for boats no but the the stinky tunnel has you know and and of course there's always been like you know well why does it smell like that right so it there's actually a scientific explanation for it so so um
3: is there (laughs) yeah yeah. well the the scientific explanation is
2: that so the whole area is limestone and when they dug the the uh the tunnels they had to go through the limestone there's a layer of gypsum and apparently when gypsum reacts with water in a certain way Mm -hmm. it creates sulfide
3: right basically
2: and that's what gives that really bad order of uh of uh, rotten eggs in it and it's it will never go away. It's always so, so there be you there.
1: go, people. That's, You're that's not being chased lot. by demons, it's completely yeah. completely
2: scientific. But but yeah, I guess it, yeah, you know, you had people would call it like <laughs> the, the stinky tunnel or the demon tunnel. And it's uh, true because oh, wow. it smells the yeah. same, but yeah, it, that's crazy.
0: It'll always yeah. smell because limestone is like sponge, it holds mm-hmm. yeah. the water yeah. over it. So yeah, but wow. the gyps-
2: gypsum is, um, when it, when it reacts, like you say, with yeah. certain, it, yeah. it, it creates like a, a sulfide and, and sulfide yeah. is where you get that. that and if you have the,
0: the yeah. limestone on top of it, it's like a sponge that's just sitting on there continually reacting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. With it. That, that is so, so
0: gross.
3: But wow. I thought, I thought it was kind of
2: like a neat little sort of, sort yeah. of uh, a, a tie in. And of course that, that area, um, um, when mm-hmm. they when they built the like the old canal again, there was a lot of people that died in that area. You had the, the what was called the feeder canal that mm-hmm. went to Port Maitland, and uh, there was a lot of people that died building that too. That kind of came out right there at Welland, so mm-hmm. so that um, seems to be knows? like right? the core. So,
1: you know, yeah. we've got the most haunted yeah. town in Canada, apparently, which is Niagara-on-the-Lake.
2: Niagara-on-the-Lake. And we've got
1: yeah, that yeah. end, and we've got the falls at one end. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've got where, where you have two lakes converging into this crazy, roaring river that just amps up this energy. Then you've got the canal, which is just pretty much the um, cause of, like, multiple, multiple deaths. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's, that's sort of... yeah yeah exactly it's it's like a perfect storm
2: it is yeah yeah Yeah. and like i say it's one of the reasons why niagara is you know considered one of the most haunted areas around just because Mm -hmm. so much is so much has happened here in such a short period of time yeah Yeah.
0: Niagara niagara on the lake for someone who is gifted is like walking through spider webs when you're walking on the, right, you know, in and the, the street, the main street where you can with the little shops, which I think are just so charming and beautiful. And yeah. I love the people there, but I personally cannot spend a lot of time there. Like I could never stay in a BNB there. I can never stay in a hotel there. It's just too active. I mm-hmm. I feel like anybody who walks through there would feel something there's always mm-hmm. an experience whether oh, you're, no, you're a medium no. or not it's even that residual haunted.
1: energy from the wars like, yeah,
0: yeah for crazy. me i can see the old carriages on the street when i'm there and That's it's not the ones up you're up renting the water though it's just crazy yeah, yeah. up on the yeah. on the mount on the hill where they mm-hmm. filmed from dead zone when they look down where the pergola is
3: yeah. That yeah.
0: we were there for um a picnic once. My family like I made a picnic. We went out there. It would make John happy for his birthday and everything. And I couldn't sit to eat cuz it was just so it was too much. Mm-hmm. But it's so beautiful. I love it, it there. Yeah. Oh, you're talking yeah. about the gazebo. The spiritual- yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <right>. I called <laughs> it a pergola. Yeah. Yeah. Gazebo, well, yes.
2: Yeah, what, what, what's interesting with that gazebo is that was actually built for the movie. So yeah, that that yeah. gazebo didn't exist, but what existed there, there was actually a huge hotel, um, yep. just just oh. on that property. Yeah, it was a massive hotel that was there that overlooked uh, Lake Ontario, and um, and uh, that's of course a lot of stuff happened at that hotel over the years. I believe it burnt down oh. um, uh, in the in the early 1900s. I'm wow, not 100% wow. sure but but you can actually when you when you go there you can walk up and you can see the old uh, foundations of this and there's pictures of this old this hotel there it was it was like it was like In it was immaculate yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's what originally was there so of course you're going to get all that uh, right, mm-hmm. residual energy it was yeah from, well from, that from happened that. Yeah, yeah
0: that happened but, before i knew how to control it so it was creepy yeah. for me but i want to go back because i do think it's a beautiful
2: yeah beautiful yeah. town to visit and, and that like I say that gazebo you know it it, it was made when they did the movie so and, and it be, yeah, it's actually right. become part of uh uh niagara on the lake uh how would you say recent history right so yeah. but yeah. but it's become part of the lexicon of course that movie uh you know, um, they filmed. Uh, you got the Screaming Tunnel, right? Which was yes, another place you. that yeah. that uh, that's in Niagara. That's really famous. Of course, uh, you know anybody that's from this area knows of the Screaming Tunnel, and uh, and of course, it's it's probably one of the most. Uh, um, uh, how would you say? Uh, uh, for paranormal researchers, I think more paranormal yeah. researchers have yeah. filmed at that place yeah. uh, and <laughs> done stories than anywhere true. else. And there's a lot of information on there. You can go and and, yes. and, uh, and look it up. But but that was another place where the Dead Zone was was filled with uh, Christopher Bach and really iconic. Yeah, seen and and you can go there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. yeah a lot
1: of it's pretty pretty accessible to people. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah I
1: also cool. find that Niagara has turned into a UFO lookout sort right, of location. Right. Um, well, one
2: of, one of the things like and, and I don't know a lot about that, but I know you've mentioned it to me about uh about Niagara Falls itself and mm-hmm. the the gorge that leads up to the falls and. Like, there's been sightings of, you know, mysterious lights and stuff coming out of the falls and the, out of the river and stuff, Well, yeah. I mean,
1: there's – out of the falls, I, you know, I don't know. But I know out in the gorge area, yeah, it's the yeah. deepest part. It's like about 450 feet down. And it's funny because I have a, a friend um, – very very gifted elderly gentleman, and he would usually say, "Oh no, there's something down there," and then you know we work and we're like, "Yeah, something there." Wayne comes around the corner, sees something, shoot right out of there and stop and then go, and within five minutes, military helicopter right, coming, right. and we're just sitting there going,
3: <laughs> "Well,
1: like, that was what? Yeah, yeah." So yeah. there's something to it for sure, but yeah, but yeah. um. You know, I also and there, there's them. also
2: excellent, like, like there again, we we got to remember, and Michelle alluded to this is, uh, and and the, knowing, you know, you guys live down there, is that there's a lot of rescues happening all oh the time. Oh my too, god, god one like, a week, one yeah, a week. at least, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, and a lot of them, of course, ended in tragedy which again yeah. leads to yes. more of uh you know the paranormal stuff happening in that mm-hmm. whole area so oh, absolutely i can't
0: imagine how many people have fallen over the falls
2: oh yeah whether on you purpose be... or not yeah no well, i mean, some, over, sometimes... over time you know like yeah, in the last yeah, 100
0: yeah. years or something yeah. Oh, yeah. well you, you know a it... substantial number
2: yeah, yeah, you no. Know, actually, it was something that sort of triggered uh, something. If you want a little history thing, and and I, I of course, there's like uh, I call it, I'll call it the dark part of Niagara Falls. So this is something that happened there again. A lot of people don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the 1800s, mid 1800s, um, there was a a big push to get uh, a, like tourism to come hmm. and, and tourists to come and check out niagara falls so some of the hotel owners got together and had this brilliant idea they were going to take a ship dress it up like a pirate ship and send it over the falls oh my god and they decided to put animals on it oh yeah
0: i'm getting really angry with this animal yes stuff, okay? yes now know.
2: now there is a um, uh, a bit of a twist we'll come to it but but it's true, it actually happened, they, they took this wooden ship, um, they told people, they actually sold, so what they did was they sold all these dinners for people to come from all over, you know, Niagara, uh, western New York, to mm. come watch this spectacle. No, nothing like it has ever been done before. They dressed this ship up, they told people they had like elephants, giraffes, all these like exotic animals. Well, the reality was they didn't really have that. It, it wound up being it, it still. It was a they had a couple of bears. Uh, I think God. there was some goats, um, a couple of cows, um, and they put them on the ship, dressed it all up. Of course, all these people came, it, which is it, it's macabre. It's it's yeah. It, it, but that it, again that was fresh.
1: huge Victorian times. Yeah. yeah,
2: remember? Yeah, this is, it, this was, is a whole, it was a, a totally it was it was all time. macabre. Yeah. So, it, of course not knowing the dynamics of how the falls works they sent this ship down and of course as people out of the hangar know it's not going to get to the falls because there's so many rapids and rocks so what wound up happening is the ship basically broke up above the falls most of the animals actually escaped right and and, and the bears and the animals um I think they only said a couple of geese and, and it might've been a cow that maybe went mm-hmm. over with right. the debris. Yes. But here's what up what happening is that, it, and it was a sort of a change in attitude. They, they always said it is the people that actually went and watched this were disgusted with it.
3: Yeah.
2: And they wound up not paying for all these meals. So these guys <laughs> spent like, like at the time, like, you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in these meals yeah and they never made any money they actually lost their shirts over this and it, was never, <laughs> it was never done again and yeah like some i think they lost some of them lost their businesses because of it but That's it was sort of like lost. the ultimate re- revenge but there's stories of uh like these bears uh being you know and the cows wandering around on the top of the the falls there. Well, they'd
1: be um, all messed up too. Yeah, anything, yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, but like, uh,
2: but it, it was something that that was was attempted. Yeah, yeah. And, That's uh, crazy. I, I always thought they, like it was sort of the dark that you know the dark uh dark times of the falls and, and yeah but that yeah. was
1: a sign of the times you look at the victorians, was, yeah. how macabre yeah. they were with seances and you know picnicking yeah. in the cemetery was a big you know like you know big thing like people you could sell tickets to it and, exactly. and come yeah. out and, yeah. and go there greeting cards were all very macabre at christmas mm-hmm. you got you told stories instead of getting a gift like like ghost stories like it's, it yeah. was really a sign of the time just to do outrageous dark things
2: oh yeah 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 exactly but so. was it considered
0: dark at the time or was it just considered yeah oh yeah, normal?
1: Oh, yeah but that's but that's what made it so intriguing mm-hmm. yeah. You know, yeah and, and people came tri-
2: like they tri- said time. like people oh, yeah. like when they did that like people yeah. came from new york city and at oh, the yeah. time in the mid-18 like that wasn't easy you know what i mean like it wasn't no, it wasn't easy, easy to, to do. do no no so so people came from all around but I guess, like I said, the sort of take back, and, you know, it's disgusting and stuff and that, but yeah. is that the people actually saw this and were like, wait a minute, this is wrong, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and then it was never done again, which, thankfully, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh but, no, uh, for
1: sure. Yeah. They'd get lynched but, if they tried that stuff now. She, wow. yeah,
2: the
0: well, guy. the mid-1800s and later 1800s were all about world fairs, right? That's how yeah. they yeah. had jobs and yeah. things like that. Yeah, all exactly. Around. yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So so, wow. but, um, but you know, like, like, and, and, uh, so, so that's, you know, some of the, 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 the weird things that have happened in Niagara, but I, I, there's one that we got to talk about that, uh, there again, it was a, not a recent discovery, but, um, uh, one that I found out, uh, uh, a few years ago and I, I did a post about it. And, um, so we all know the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Yes, <laughs> but do you know,
2: there's a Bermuda Triangle in Ontario. <laughs> it, it's on yes. Lake Ontario. There's the yes. Lake Ontario Bermuda Triangle. Yes. And the Lake uh, Michigan. Yeah. And one in Lake Michigan. That's but right. The, the Lake Ontario one's per- pretty interesting because, um, so you have Lake Ontario, big, long lake, um, and at the, at the, uh, I guess the east end of the lake where um, you have um, uh, Kingston and then on the US side it'd be like Oswego, that area. There's an area um, in, 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 and it's not very big. It's a small little area. And over the last 200 years, I think they've said there's been over 400 ships that have sunk in this one spot. That's crazy. And it was always like over the years, like, well, why are these ships like all sinking in this area, <laughs> right? And and not yeah. just sinking, but like disappear, like ships just completely disappearing, like off the map. Yeah.
3: And yeah. and
2: um and uh, you, there's records of like ships coming into this zone and like the Bermuda Triangle, their their compasses and their their instruments start acting all haywire, and then the next minute the ship's gone. And, and there's actually story like ghost story, ghost ship stories that come out of this. Right. So what, what what's interesting with that one is, um, for, for the hundreds of years there, it became like this, you know, we got to stay clear of this and, and, mm-hmm. and that. And recently, so we say recently in the last, like since the, the 1980s, um, of course, uh, scientifically and stuff, um, um, you know, we, we've advanced and, and uh, so I think it was the Canadian, it, it, there, there was a couple of different groups, uh, American and Canadian, but like Canadian Geological uh, Society and stuff decided they were going to like take a look at this area. So they did all these geophysics and stuff and uh, what wound up really interesting is when they started doing the geophysics, they found this big circle underneath the lake. And it was like, wait a minute, there's almost like this perfect circle where all these ships have disappeared. What's right. going on here? Right. So then they did more and more. And now it's believed that this is an impact site of a, of a, a meteorite that, that struck the earth. Sense,
1: the magnetics.
2: Yeah, it struck the earth oh, back in, oh, oh, I think, I oh. believe it was the Devonian time. So, like, I don't know how many million years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah it because it was under the lake it mm. was never really discovered but they they think that's what's happening is all the chunks of meteor yeah of course meteorites are yes yeah. you know, certain ones are really magnetic and stuff and that's what's throwing everything off there's mm. also a shoal around there that in bad weather could be enough where ships would actually Get into this and be like, you know what I mean. Hit Maybe the souls and and yeah. and and, uh, and and cause them to bottom out or or different things. And, and uh, but mm. this was all just recently discovered in the last like you know thir- 30, 40 years. That's and, just uh, crazy. I thought it was pretty neat that you know, for there again, there's so much superstition over this. Area. but it was called it's called the Ontario Bermuda Triangle. I got a post up about it. it's it's no, have to check about. it
1: out and direct people to your page. Yeah, maybe, can yeah. you get Tamara's comment?
0: Yeah. Tamara says asked, did you hear about the stone pillars that appear in the middle of Lake Ontario?
2: No, I've never heard it. Oh, I of the bet he was going
1: to go looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look at that. So, we're expecting now, a post. <laughs> yeah,
2: the, the one interesting I did thing I did find out about uh, Lake Ontario is, um, and, and, and there again, this is, you know, it leads to uh, something that they've discovered recently is, um, you know, we hear about uh, like California and earthquakes and the unstable mm-hmm. grounds. And they've actually discovered that there's a pretty big uh, fault underneath Lake Ontario. And there's all these like really weird cracks and, mm. and um, the, the, actually Lake Ontario gets a lot of uh, uh, earthquakes, but they're, they're small ones. So right. they're not, you know what I mean? They're like yeah, three, like four, tremor. they're yeah. little tremors. And, and we hear about it every once in a while here in Niagara. We might get a little, little shock and stuff, but there's actually, it's actually a fairly active. It's just a low end active, but there's all these, there, there's, I actually watched a documentary on it and they're showing about all these really weird cracks in Lake Ontario. And they're saying like, you know, eventually it could build up to something where it's a lot bigger than we think, right? We we think we live in this stable area, but there's a yeah, lot of instability, right? Everybody
1: yeah, so, moving from so, the shores. <laughs> yeah, but
2: but now every time I see that <laughs> that thing, I, I just picture this meteorite like impacting and and uh and, of course, with with when the Ice Age came, uh, Lake Ontario, of course, was all covered in ice. And yes. It was a lot of the that, that crater would have been erased by, yeah, by that's the, right. the workings of the Ice Age, right? Uh, so.
1: Absolutely. And then this apparently, Amelia? Uh,
0: yeah. Tamara says there is also a, a volcano.
1: Whereabouts a volcano? is the volcano? Yeah. yeah. Where's that one, Tamara? Do you know where that yeah. one
2: is? She'll have to, but you have to look up about the uh, about the stones there. The stone
1: pillars, yeah, that come right in the middle of Lake Ontario. I imagine before all of this, this, this water, when things started to recede after the ice age, I mean, there would have been all kinds of cultures. There's already so many ancient cultures that are being found and they're surfacing off of Toronto. She says. Oh yeah. that's good news for Torontoians. Oh. <laughs> there's a volcano. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. Well well you know you, you talk about ancient cultures so the, yes. um, uh like from uh, Toba up uh in Swindle Lake Michigan and uh yeah. and uh up in that area they discovered not that long ago um there's actually uh ancient indigenous like um uh uh they believe like I don't know if it's villages but there were were uh, herding tracks and and stuff that they've discovered underwater, wow. so they know that that area was at one time above water, um, and and it's kind of interesting that there's still footprint like literal not footprints yeah. but footprints yeah. of human beings underneath the lake. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, so there's places worse. like that all all across uh, yeah all across yeah. Lake Ontario. It, it's pretty interesting. So. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah, that, that
0: volcano's got me mesmerized, like, seriously. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. was yeah, dying we, to
0: Google it, but I know we do have the Ring of Fire along the Pacific of Canada.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Pacific Coast, but I, I have to dig for that Toronto thing because I grew up there. I was born and raised there, and I don't remember. Yeah. It. But I then mean, again, I live four kilometers away from yeah. Battlefield Park.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there could be ancient, uh, you know, old volcanoes that have been there. Again, when, when the glaciers came, they erased a lot of stuff, right? So yes. we look at Sudbury, oh, yes, you know, yes, and, yes. Uh, you know, know Michele, I mean. from, Michelle's from there. And, and yeah. you know, speaking of uh, meteorite impacts, like that, is believed to be that's why there's so many minerals there. It is, is.
1: 160,000 years ago, something like yeah.
2: that. Um, yeah, okay. uh, it, it, it
1: used to be underwater. A lot of people yeah. don't know. So it used to yeah. be underwater, and, and it's and, and that Moon was, uh, City for uh, that reason.
2: Yeah, because it was well. Yeah, well, one of the reasons you know they they called it Moon City was back when they started um, when they started uh, um, smelting all the yes. you know. So there again in the 1800s when they started uh, mining. Mm-hmm. What wound up happening with, with the Sudbury area is they cut all the trees down and then they started smelting like all the minerals. And yes. when they did that, all the chemicals basically billowed out and rolled across the land and it killed all the vegetation. And of course, the wind came, blew yeah. all the dirt away, mm-hmm. and now you have rocks. And oh, yeah. As Astronauts knew, so,
1: actually trained there for yeah, the moon trained day. they
2: trained yeah. uh, there because it looked like the moon, but that that's, that's kind of, it was a, it was a, basically, it was an ecological disaster. Now, I know, oh, Sud- I know the Sudbury area in the last, like, there again, 30, 40 years, they've undertaken a big uh, um, uh, project to bring, like, it, it was because I went to school in Sudbury and, uh, and uh, I took geological engineering there and, that, you know, back in the, in the late eighties, like yeah. you go there now, it looks totally different. Like, like oh, there's still absolutely. places where those rocks are like that, but it's not yeah. like a, it's grown up a lot, but they, they've done a fantastic job, like bringing, bringing that back. So Oh yeah. So,
1: no, they, they, they've yeah. done amazing things with it. I just remember my father reading me an article that was in the paper saying, you know, how it was hit by meteor 160,000 years ago yeah, yeah, and uh, how at one point it was all underwater. And because yeah, you know, yeah. I grew up in a valley. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, because all of this would have just would have just been a little thing way. Oh
2: yeah. Down, yeah you yeah, know,
1: yeah. deep, deep. Um it was just fascinating, you know.
2: It you is, know, your yeah. Stories yeah. Subbury, about your, fascinating
1: well, it has its area. moments, so, that's for sure. But, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wouldn't so, so, go that far. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah so.
1: But that's uh, Jill- interesting.
2: Geologically, it's fascinating.
1: It is. It is. Okay, we'll go with that but, one. But,
2: but, you know, I guess a, a little tie-in if you want to get to, I thought this was interesting, is, um, so, and there again, we're, we're coming out of Niagara, but but that's okay. Uh, about yeah. About yeah. sort of weird, and and if we want to talk about some uh, strange uh, stones and uh, circles is, I think we got to mention the screening heads.
1: Okay, let's do the screaming. Yes. At <laughs> I'm <laughs> learning a
0: heck of a lot today, yes. and yeah. I don't live that far, so this is really yeah. freaking me out
2: here. So, so, and, and there again, it's kind of like a so. The screaming heads. What's the screaming heads? So, yes. uh, north of Toronto. So we go about two hours north of Toronto for those you know geo. If you're looking it up on a map, there's a little town called Berks Falls. It's on its way mm-hmm. from uh, from uh, I know it. Yeah, from uh, uh, Toronto heading up to North Bay, and yes. Berks Falls. It's sort of I guess it's a little more than halfway up, but anyway, Berks Falls um, and out from the main highway. You take a little side trip, and uh, there's a place called Screaming Heads, and to me, some people, some people think it's a, so, but to me, I think it's a fascinating place. And if you've ever gone there and seen this, um, and, and you're into this stuff, it, it 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 catches you like, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to be out in the middle of nowhere, and what it is is. Um, uh, so this guy, his name's Peter Kamarney. He's actually from Hamilton originally, mm-hmm. I believe, or he, he was a teacher in Hamilton, and uh, he moved up into the South River uh, Berks Falls area, and he bought this property called I love the name, MidLothian Road. Like, <laughs> what, what else could be a, the best name?
1: right? <laughs> we even so, dreamed that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. So he bought this property, and he actually started building a cat, and he built this castle. And when he started building these castles, he he out into the property, he built these big sculptures. And um, there's all different ones. Some of them look like uh like they're made of cement or these big trees. But and when I mean big sculptures, like these things are 30, 40, 50, 60 foot tall uh um, concrete sculptures that are just like all in the out in the forest they're all uh, out in the field and there's ones with uh like like it looks like a big screaming head with a hand holding holding the head and uh and um and over the years he built this one of the neat things about the castle is he built this big metal dragon on top of the so you got the
1: the, See that would work for me. Yeah, what,
2: what 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 I love is that when he built the uh, the chimney, right, the big chimney, he built the dragon on top of the chimney. So when he lights his fire, the oh. nose, the smoke comes oh, out, that's and it's a huge like metal dragon. It's uh-huh, cool. I think if he lit it uh, enough, flames that. would shoot out. But, but anyway, yeah, um, that's um, great. Uh, well, like that that property, it's become. It's actually been a, on a lot of uh, uh, paranormal shows, and and I believe a few years ago they actually started trying to film a movie there. But um, a lot of groups go up and they'll do like seances and, uh, and um, uh, a lot of the, the pagan and the, uh, the Wiccan yeah. groups. They, they, they sort of use this to channel and focus, focus energy. And
3: uh, right. it,
2: to me, like it, it, it's such a neat little place yeah. to go out and, and, and see. And it's out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I, I think that, it was yeah. actually featured on a, a show called Weird Homes. Um, oh my
3: bad. Oh yeah, yeah I've yeah, seen it, that show. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's been on there. But 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 Peter was a school teacher uh up um at Omagwin, I believe it was Magwin Heights, which was in uh Sunridge for for many years, and um
1: decided and, uh, to just get he, weird.
2: He was like uh an art teacher up there, but uh, uh one of the sort of neat things is uh, and and I don't know where it, if it actually went anywhere, but so these big statues that he makes um a few years ago he started a project where if you died you could actually have your ashes put into one of these and become like part of the monument but i don't know if it was ever allowed because i think there's a lot of you know what i mean uh, oh my god difference. that's insane yeah that's yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah and uh wow that's i nuts. don't know if he ever actually did it or not or it might have been something that was started and then the, you know what i mean the government or whatever said no you 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 know what i mean you can't do that but but i always thought it was kind of neat like what a
1: it's very cool what a
2: sort of neat tribute but it's a play there again if you you go on my uh historical niagara page and just just type in my screaming heads it'll come up and and um and 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 that was interesting was uh was was you know when i posted that like a lot of people know about but a lot of people never heard of this and and i always love hearing Hey, I went and saw this thing that you told me about and, and, uh, yeah, and, and hearing the reactions. Cause I've had people say, you know, this is like the coolest thing. And then I had other people say like, this freaked me. I got there. And there was like this really like dark, weird vibe that was coming off and they had Just to Just cause leave.
1: everybody's going over there doing sales.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And i not be helping. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so but, uh, but it, it's one of these sort of like really neat, uh, uh, yeah, a uh, weird thing that's just just out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in northern Ontario. So, I
1: know that's insane. That's yeah, insane.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, what can you tell us about the Devil's Punch Bowl?
2: Oh yes, the tell yeah we 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 never even got it so. If yeah, you if
0: go I'm, there anytime soon, you better tell me because I'm literally a spit in a stone. Oh no, way. this is
1: a, the, the punch bowl <laughs> is from the other side. I think. There's, yeah yeah there's, so so there's, you it's know, there's two that- of them there because there's one up near
2: Grimsby as well. Yeah, there's one near. Oh, Grimsby. I
0: thought you well, meant yeah. this one here on Ridge.
2: No. No. Yeah, well, okay. so the, the the Devil's Punch Bowl, the one that Michelle's talking about, is on the. It's actually on the American side. Yes. And yeah. um, it's actually a really tragic. Uh, uh thing it comes back um uh, uh we go back in history um there again into um i believe it was before so this would have been before the war of 1812 um mm-hmm. that happened and once again we come back to the seneca just kind of moved into the area Right and the british see, there was that whole area there was uh so the niagara area um for the longest time was there was a lot of fighting going on one was to control remember before the well canal um in order to get from one lake to the other you had to go through the Niagara river and there was portages so there was a That's portage right. on the american side and a portage it wasn't really there was one on the canadian side but it was it was the, they used the american side one more at the time
1: more accessible I think, yeah more accessible yeah. so
2: the french and the british had sort of just moved into the area the seneca had just moved in and s- something had happened where the seneca And there again there's 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 lots of details out there but basically the seneca got into a spat with the british over something on the on the american side and there was french there at the time too right Anyway, the Seneca wound up massacring um, a bunch of British uh, soldiers and and uh, and uh, like um, some of the locals, um, and right at the Devil's Punchbowl, and
3: uh, mm-hmm. and
2: uh, they actually the little river there they called it Bloody Run because the, the, the Seneca actually drove like the wagons and stuff over the cliffs. And like you yeah. know, it, so many people had de- died in this uh, massacre that the water actually, the little river that's there, uh, actually ran red with blood. So that it's always been called the Bloody Run. Right. And uh, so the Devil's Punch Bowl is a uh, there's there's a cave down there, and it's said that some of the British and the soldiers and in that um kind of fleed into that cave area to sort of try to shelter themselves and protect themselves but they wound up got getting massacred right in that that one area so you got yeah, a high yeah. concentration and of course th- that place is uh, uh a hotbed for uh, paranormal activity and and not yes. only that but also um there's a curse. There's, there's a, po- a uh, supposedly a curse was put on it and so they always say, you know, if you go to this, uh, you have to be very, very careful, and uh, right. and, uh, and and you know, you could potentially be be uh, subject to this curse, right? And and uh, but that's yeah, it's right, basically located uh, in the town of uh, uh, Lewiston, um, yes. New York. So it's right Lewiston, be, yeah, between yeah. Lewiston and and uh, in uh, Grand Island there. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. basically right where the Serratabec uh, power plant is. It's just down the road from there. And, that's
1: crazy. That's yeah, crazy.
2: And, and you can go down and visit that, but but that's sort of the back. There again, there's so much more history. I'm just giving the cold the, the the yeah, cover. Yeah, yes, yes. because th- – because and that's the that's the thing when doing these stories. Like, there's, there's a lot of information. And, and when I do, like, a Facebook post on it, if I put every single bit of information – on one post like nobody would actually read it cuz there's so much stuff so that's what I try to do I try to get the 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 basic you know a couple yes. of a couple of points to get people interested and then right. and then build it from there right but, oh, absolutely. but that yeah that devil's punch bowl and is 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 an interesting one that's set up oh, and, uh, and, it is
1: I think a lot of people have have filmed their shows have been done there it's a oh, very yeah, intriguing yeah, spot yeah. but right. we do have to take a quick break for sponsor ID and station ID yeah. So, okay. Go Actually, we'll come minutes. back
2: and we'll do, how about we do one more when we come back? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay. Yeah,
0: and yeah. and I'd like to know if you have any um, any, if you want to put a book together with your posts and photographs, like a, I think you should consider that. (laughs) Seriously, uh, all those posts, all that research is yours.
3: Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So think about
0: that, you know. Um, that makes for an interesting I love coffee table books Mm -hmm. because they create conversations when you're sitting around them, right?
2: Well, right. my wife's the book person. So. Yeah, well, she can <laughs> write it for you. You can
0: <laughs> the information, and yeah, Victoria absolutely. can write it for you. And we i got to say, her.
2: thanks, uh, Tamara, for the questions. Too, there so. we go. <laughs> uh,
0: she's, our, she's our third host. <laughs> right. We yeah. love Tamara. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to The Outer Realm with Michelle Roche and Amelia Pizzano coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans, And we are live right now on 105.3 FM as well as 107.7 FM radio. Tonight, we have our dear friend and our special guest, Dave Benison, in the house. And we are talking Weird Niagara. If you wanted to learn history, trust me, I don't live far from there. And I have learned a heck of a lot tonight. You don't want to miss this one. And if you're just tuning in and you want to start from the beginning, you can stream or live on our our, our Lella. start again so keep listen <laughs> to our archives. I've been like this all day on the platform <laughs> you normally use shout out. And a thank you of course, to the amazing people at Folgers coffee for fully sponsoring our show from the beginning. And we love you. And thank you for your continued support and a special thank you goes out to our, for our intro and outro to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, Justin Snicker, award-winning composer and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp and find him on Facebook and Instagram. Speaking of which, if you are there right now on YouTube or on Facebook, please give us a like, subscribe to us on YouTube. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. That's okay, right. So thank you, Folgers. Thank you, Dr. Snick.
1: Gonna go check out facebook for historical niagara and check out dave's content which is growing by the day and uh, with millions of of interactions so go check it out and see what all the buzz is about for real so well, after the show <laughs> yeah, after the show not right now <laughs> right now you have them in person you don't need that's to go that's right on the page you just can ask yet. questions and chat <laughs> yes right so, what, where do you want to tackle next? Then we'll we'll do one last one because we know we yeah, only have you yeah. for for a little while. Well, longer. you
2: know, you know um, uh, Amelia had sort of alluded to a place called Grimsby, yes. and uh, I I thought it would you know a good way to sort of end it off is right. uh, is is um, uh, of course Grimsby in the Niagara area has its own witch. Mm-hmm.
3: And yes. you heard
2: of the the witch of yes. uh,
3: yes, yes.
2: Oh, uh, I
0: thought you were referring to me. I don't live in the no, 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 no. <laughs> <So>, house. <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing. You're easy yeah, to tease. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, um, I saw you. You said you were drinking coffee when you are reading that, but you're getting a little slurry there. You should have so, a, it, it, it's a day of sorts. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. all day I've been like, uh, uh. yeah so so in um in in grimsby area there's a uh, conservation area and uh and it actually has its own it had its own it, authentic witch that that lived there and mm-hmm. um and uh i i always thought it was pretty fascinating of course had a really interesting uh area um the, the 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 conservation park and uh that that that's there and um they uh there again a lot of indigenous history uh the neutrals had a uh so for you know thousands of years not far from where this this is so there's actually caves um located of course all along the Niagara uh escarpment there's different places with caves and oh yeah everywhere. And, uh, yeah and but this one here in particular um not too far away was a, a fairly large size indigenous village. The neutrals there, they lived there for, you know, possibly thousands of years, uh, wow. not far from these caves. It's believed that these caves were possibly used as like a, like a cold storage area. Um, and and they it was used as that uh, later on, of course, when the, the uh, United Empire loyalists and, and uh, mm-hmm. the British had moved into the area. It was actually used as that, but there was a woman that lived there and, um, and she, she called her, so she was actually considered a, a good witch and she lived on the property and, uh, she actually, um, uh, looked after the area, uh, looked after the caves. Um, and she, uh, she, uh, she actually had, there was, um, for a while you could actually go and I think school groups would go there and, and, uh, and she would like do like a whole nature walk with them and stuff and and um and uh, it was pretty fascinating and they said that there was actually a um uh uh what would you call it a a, a fountain of youth there oh wow she claimed she claimed she was 500 years old so and and she'd been there for over 500 years looking after wow. this property
1: right. and
2: um Apparently they did try bottling the water. There was like springs and stuff inside right. these caves and they did try selling <laughs> it. as like a, as a, you know what I mean? Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: Roadside a, sort of. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Fountain yeah, yeah, of
2: yeah. use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but th- that area has, uh, has quite the history because it, it's believed like during uh, the war, that uh German soldiers actually uh like a, I don't know if they were escape pows or something hid there there's a whole uh war tide oh, wow. into these caves and and wow. um, and like I said with with yeah and, and and it's right there in um the Negro um the Npca they they took over at the the park a few years ago right. and um we can actually go now it's uh it it, it it's pretty neat because it has a A really diverse, um, uh, they call it a Carolinian forest. Oh, wow. uh, That's in the area. So, they have fairies. um, yeah yeah well, we'll have I to would, ask because I would, if the fairy are right? going to be somewhere that's where they're going to be You're yeah because I've,
1: I've had i've had people say there are a lot of fairies in in the whole region so i thought yeah. i'd ask yeah, I'm yeah, no, like being funny. That, was,
2: that was that you know <laughs> that that if that that was going to be a place that's where it would be that's right. where they but they you can be. actually go there it's kind of restricted right now for uh, right. the amount of people they let in there but but uh right. but right. It, it's kind of neat that um for, for years, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Niagara had its own uh, um, it well-known, uh, well uh, the, the witch of Niagara. So, well, so. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll elaborate on that just yeah. a little bit. We've had stories come in, in Smithville, where there's also yep. said to be a witch, and people have seen her flying.
2: Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well, Smithville's not that far away. So. That's what I know. That's yeah, what I yeah, mean. Because yeah, so. you would
1: really fly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I want to research that little town because, holy crap! There's, there's a, a lot, lot going in on that there. little
1: town. I know. That's I, you know, Dave. The whole region is just a gift that keeps oh on giving God, yeah, for yeah. a treasure trove of information. I have no doubt you're going yeah. to.
2: Are now? Are you talking about Grimsby or Smithville?
1: No, Smithville. No, yeah. the whole area, the yeah, whole yeah. Niagara well, Basin. one grateful. to
2: look into, and we will is is Smithville has, actually has a really neat ghost story. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. To that uh, that um, when used st- and. and Actually, I believe it was my wife that originally told me about this when I first came to Niagara back in the uh, late nineteen uh, eighties. Um, uh, right. And there used to be when you went through Smithville, you'd have to drive under. There was a railroad that went over top, and there was a tunnel there. And um, and apparently, there was somebody had died, or were, was murdered, or there was a train wreck, or something had happened there and there was some huge like ghost story that went with it now that's all gone now They've, they that all got removed a lot uh,
1: of the railways have yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah.
2: gone but i always remember that ghost story being told that ghost story about that that intersection there and apparently there's always still sightings of you know whatever That's was crazy. going on at the time, but just a little tie into Smithville. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> so,
1: I love it. Well, I, mean, I know, I know you. You're limited to your time, so thank you for. Yeah, no, for no, I, I'd love to
0: stay
2: longer, meetings. but I do have to go. It's to an early it's morning. Okay. I know. It's so it was good a lot to see fun.
0: your face in victoria's yeah, you know, it was and great. I'm glad to see you're fun. doing well.
2: Yeah, of yes. course. You know, we're, we're going to have lots more. I, I post. Uh, yeah. I try to post. Uh, something uh new every day on the on the thing uh, i can't do it every day but usually uh i got four or five posts up and then every once in a while i'll do a video when i got the got the time and uh, oh I'll you do some great
1: videos too so. right but, helicopter uh, yeah. over the whole area is a good oh, one yes you yeah, know? i've been
2: i've been really fortunate to have a, a friend that you know he he's a pilot and uh we get up yeah. and get a lot of aerial shots of the Niagara, because right? you get such a different perspective of you do. Right? So different. You can yeah. see
0: how things connect and it all exactly, just comes together. Yeah. So make yeah, sure not. after the bad weather we get together. Yeah. meet up somewhere in the middle and, and uh-huh. have some pizza it's been a while since so i've yeah. seen your That's face so, so. and victorious yeah
2: yeah no no and uh you know like you said, uh you know thanks a lot for having me on oh and, uh, like you. i say it's there's there's so much like like you know to mm. to go through with with yes. this history and and uh and yes. yeah we'll keep we'll keep putting we're still gonna there's so much history here. I don't think it could ever run out. So. I don't think <laughs> so, so either.
1: I you can't so, get enough of it. Yeah, well, thank yeah. you. And and I'll be in touch. And maybe you'll be, you know, coming on on the network yourself at some point and be yeah, able maybe, to keep telling these be, stories.
2: Maybe. Yeah, but yeah. it'll be a little different because then I can... Uh
1: yeah that's okay uh, (laughs) that's okay all right well well, you go get yourself a good number (laughs) yeah Yeah, drive
2: safely thank Thank you so much thank you thank you very much have a good uh, weekend and uh yeah and um yeah uh, great great talking to you guys and
1: uh oh pleasure uh, it's always a pleasure you're
2: always welcome It's my party, like right. and you can die if you want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not, I, I got see that's the problem. You played Doctor Snick, and now that song's stuck know, in my it's, head. I know
1: it's so, nice. the
0: one that You need to go to bed. You have to release it. <laughs>
2: that's right, that's right. Anyway, thanks a lot, ladies. And, uh, Thank you. A Good
0: night. Hi, Dave. I learned well, so much. I know. I'm I'm just, that's why I wasn't talking or asking questions. I'm just like.
1: <laughs> no, I know it's 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 really great stories, and it's always nice, you know. One one thing about it, I mean, the, the whole the whole world is full of rich stories. It's nice to live in an area, you know. I've always lived in areas that have had really phenomenal stories, and I always want to bring up Dolly's here as well from earlier. Um, if you want to catch that one here yeah
0: dolly road here's one for you was a long haul in pennsylvania and stopped at a truck stop called white's i got creeped out because they had a nazi museum in there it for real was 2005 i have seen that on television
1: well, see there you yeah, go on right? the, i
0: believe it was the history channel i can't remember it Discovery. Is- one of those but I yeah. did see it for like weird truck stop places and that
1: was
0: shocking for me, but it's yeah. just proof positive that some of them came over and There's, started living in the U S right. It, it goes mm-hmm. to
1: show you, you can just be like on a travel somewhere and you can end up on some side, side show
0: well, like Route 66, and end up 66. with this like
1: crazy stuff. So I wanted yeah. to make, um, note of that i wanted to give Dave as much time to talk also because i knew he his time was limited but you know what it was an excellent excellent show and um i'm really hoping that uh you guys enjoyed it i know it's tough oh, hold on what
0: <laughs> Hi, <Wes. laughs> he knows truck, i know that truck stop has <laughs> the best sauerkraut oh gosh Wes. <laughs> i'm guessing it was on your way to um to one of your paracons. Let me tell you, Mr. <laughs> Coleman, you give me a heart attack after I've seen Mayor of... Oh, my God. Mayor of Kingston. After I watched that damn series, and it's yes. all about a prison, I can't stop worrying about Wes now because Wes is a good friend. So now, like, yes, I can't yes. even watch episodes or previews because I panic about his life and his... Serious
1: talking life. sauerkraut. Come on. Yeah,
0: it's food.
1: <laughs> wow, well, so, that was... That was fantastic. I really and really enjoyed that segment, and it's something more local. And you know, I'm glad there's content from both sides of the border. But yeah. you know, that's it's it's given us a little bit of a of a, a little bit of an earlier um, end, and that's okay as well. Um, we want thanks big thank you to Dave Bendison for joining us. The guy people don't realize he gets up really really early you know, for his real job. <laughs> and um, we're just grateful that he he would share his time um, with us and tell us all these amazing stories. Knowing Dave, you know, is sitting down with, with him and his wife and he just starts blurting off all of these, like, amazing stories. And I'm just sitting there going, I think you need to come back on the show <laughs> because these are really good stories. And, of course, he tells us so much more you know whatever comes to mind he just blurts them all out he's and I'm a just great like
0: storyteller
1: he's a really great storyteller yeah. and there's really a lot in the area like you know i'll I'll tell real quick before we finish off uh, the story of the Port Robinson beast was I've been hearing this story now for a really long time in Canada we call them wolf people and they're wolves that stand upright. Some of them just look like people would almost call them skinwalkers. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them are pretty robust, but some of them look really lanky when they run. It's like they're loping and then they just stop and then they stand and they're just these lanky, crazy looking things. So we sort of have a mix of, of both much, you know, like, like those uh, in the U S everywhere, really. But this specific one, the story that sticks out with me was one that was actually told to Wayne, actually. And she was, she and a friend, they were just, they were just walking, you know, she was I guess they were out or it was something to do with a bridal shower. So I don't even really remember it, but they were walking down this crazy road and they started, they caught wind of this thing and it started to chase them. And they were able to get away. I think they actually got to their car and were able to drive away. This thing was like pacing them. And she finally, they made it home. They got into the house. And the next morning, woke up with these big claw marks on the car. I'm thinking, that is freaking crazy. That is scary. And then, of course, we have also in that same area, this is like a ghost light. Or not so much a ghost light. It's believed to be a phantom motorcycle. um, Also in the area. So there's a whole lot to the area. And, you know, Dave concentrates so much on, on the history part of everything and and the weirdness that goes around it, like the cryptid stuff. And mm-hmm. I guess in, in 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 our field with the paranormal, we people come have been coming to me for years of stories um, from obviously many regions, but you know, even this region as well. Um, and when you're kind of living in certain areas, you realize that maybe you're a little bit too close for comfort because that skinwalker thingy ran right you know we saw that thing run right in front of the house and that's that's really close for comfort Mm. where he got to the point where he was uncomfortable and came in
3: Mm -hmm. and
1: and he's very very logical and he's kind of went yeah i'm good (laughs) 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 right now so you know you, you just you never know really take the time to delve into your area and see what's out there we have such a wide mix of cryptids you know, Mm -hmm. UFOs, extraterrestrials. We have um, ghost stories and haunted locations and history, galore, folklore, galore, um, you know, fairies, everything. It's all here. But we live in an area where two of the Great Lakes converge and you have the power of the falls with an energy that is unsurpassed. It's just, it's no doubt that it gives life to literally everything and, um, you know, I, I'll do is I will leave that right the freaking heck there because we could go on for a whole queue and a two hours. He's yeah. mad. I know. So, <laughs> so again, you know, we are at the end of um, of the segment and big thank you to Dave Bendison. It's just always nice to share time with friends and yeah. uh, hear what they have to say. Big thank you to Folgers Coffee who uh, sponsor the show. It's just, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you so much. Big thank you to Dr. Snick, Justin Snicker uh, for providing us with your music and your voice uh, for the intro and the outro. We appreciate you so much. Uh, if you guys are looking you know, for specific content, you have questions, et cetera, et cetera, you name it, please two ways only the outer realm contact at gmail.com. That's the outer realm contact at gmail.com or just go to our Facebook page, the outer realm with Michelle Droche and Emily Pisano and click on the email button. It'll take you right over to us. And again, we do try to answer people in a timely manner, but it does get a little bit congested. Um, wherever you're watching the show tonight, again, if you love the content on the channel, please support us by subscribing, liking, following, you name it. Just, we appreciate you all so very much. You make the show that much more exciting and your continued support has us into millions of people tonight. And all you've got to do is just even go check out our audio archives. Um, we are an FM station. just not strictly podcasts so our audio archives tend to do the best if you go check us out on soundcloud you can see the network shows and how well they do but you can check out the outer realm and see how even our archives get into the hundreds of thousands and some have reached into the millions so we're very fortunate and it's a very humbling experience and that's thanks to all of you guys all of our listeners, all of our participants in chat, all of our amazing guests. So that's a huge, huge thank you. Now, next week, we have two new people who have never been on the show. Wednesday night for the very first time welcomes Jacob Cooper. He's going to be discussing his book, Life After Breath. Breath with a B, breath. And He's a certified hypnotherapist who specializes in past life regression therapy. He does a lot of different things, and um, I think you guys are really going to dig this a lot, so make sure you tune in. Thursday night, also very cool. I have a feeling Rob Gutro. I hope I said that right, um, will be a repeat guest because he's got so many books out, but because of Christmas, we thought we would keep something very lighthearted as lighthearted as we can for December, as we always do. He's going to be discussing his book series. And again, this is just, you know, one set of books, Pets and the Afterlife. He's got book one, two, and three. And there's just so much more to him. But we thought this might be kind of nice because, you know, we do want to make sure that our fur babies are okay. And it's always nice to hear experiences. So we brought on great content with pertaining to pets and, um, last last december we thought it would be nice to do it again um mm-hmm. uh, so tomorrow check out the church of mabus um at 8 p.m eastern always a lot of fun guys are great and then at 10 get ready if you really want some hardcore mm-hmm. politics if that is your thing watch for the centralist at 10 p.m eastern and 9 p.m central uh a lot of bantering going on, but a lot of information as well. So anyway, have yourselves a fantastic weekend. There are great things coming here on the Outer Realm. I can tell you I've been in contact with some unbelievable guests. And uh, 2023 is just going to be jaw-dropping. So anything you want to say about before we say goodnight to the next people?
0: No, day? just have a great weekend, everybody.
1: All right. Stay safe. Good night, everybody.